Hello. Hello. And welcome our fellow, fellow Royalishers. Mom thought of that right before we hit the record button and she thought it was super clever. Froilish, froilish, froilish. Froilish, froilish, Welcome, froilishers. Um, we are the Rosettes and we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast, um, as far as we know. And my name's Ariel. I'm the daughter. I'm Marsha. I'm the mom. And we are here to give you a little recap of this week's episode of The Bachelor, Woo! Uh, dumpster fire that it was. I was kind of worried. The last few episodes, not going to lie, I was a little worried it was going to be a boring season just because yeah. Peter has just been the just so boring and the girls he got have just sucked. Yeah. But this episode, the producers really outdid themselves this week. Yeah. It, it was really good. It was. It was a good episode. It's, it's kind of a bummer, though, because usually at this point, like, the girls are kind of... Yeah, this season. Okay, at this point, last season, at least we hate all of them this season. Whereas last season, we still like Kaylin. We liked at the, Kaylin at this point last season, and we hated too. Hannah B. Yeah, and um, well, we now we like we're skeptical about Hannah B. And now we, you hated her. You said that like point. the first episode, second episode, but I only said it like once. Um, <sighs> but then we eventually f- switched our opinions on both of them. Yeah. Um. Later think, in the season. So I'm hoping maybe later in the season we'll see someone that we actually like. I think maybe they tried to recreate that pageant girl drama this year. But I think their mistake was they brought in too many pageant girls. And they just weren't quite as... They're just not quite as unique as Hannah and Kaylin as indiv- you know as characters on this mm-hmm. show. Well, um, also, they made the mistake... Of picking two women that are friends, mm-hmm. and then telling them to be, to hate each other, to cause drama amongst yeah. each other. And we'll like, talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's something we'll get to, but... But usually at this point in the season for there's me... There's at least one person I like. There's not only one or two that I like, there's not very many, but like, I feel like usually at this point in the season, it's still fun, right? You're still having fun, you're doing the group dates... The women are kind of clicking up, you know, you got, you know, you've got your Hannah, Hannah, Demi group and all, and there's still drama this know, early in the season, every season, because Kaylin, Cassie, the further along you get, Alliance. yeah, the further along you get though, the, um, uh, I know it gets more cutthroat the further along you get. No, it's not, no, the further along you get, it doesn't get more cutthroat, it's more about the actual relationships. I right, think the okay. drama always happens this early on. Yeah, I guess the further along you get, the... the but you do see more camaraderie at this stage, and you're, right, you're not getting, I, you're not what, getting that camaraderie. Right, that's what I'm missing. I'm missing the sense of fun, and the sense that these girls are actually enjoying a really important special important time in their lives mm-hmm. it just seems like they're all like really negative and, and I'm, yeah it's not I'm still enjoying it this this episode in particular was really good but it's it's just kind of an iffy season so far Peter's a Peter is not a very strong leader and he says the same things to every, to every girl. girl I see your heart oh I could really see this happening and he always talks in absolutes which right. makes them think that it's going to be them at the end right and it's like, not fam, like, yeah. So he's saying this to everyone, do not feel special. Right, so Madison, Victoria P., and whoever else, Kelsey, Victoria F., 
They're all feeling like, oh, he likes me the best. Yeah. Madison has something to back it up with, though, because she did get to see the, the family. The family. Yeah. So that that is a little bit more um, substantial, I think. Yeah. But anyways. Well, or <clears throat> Bachelor Nation news? Yes. Did we talk about Tyler that died last week? We did not. I don't think, because I don't think he died by the time we recorded. Um. Last season, this is this not is, Tyler Cameron. Yeah, don't, last don't season there was a bunch of Tylers on the show, so it was one of the other Tylers, not Tyler C. But um, it was a Tyler that he that Hannah went on the off roading date with. Her very first date, and it was picked, her first one on one date. She picked this guy for it. His name was Tyler G, and I can't claim to be able to pronounce his last and, name. It was a really unusual last name. Um. She Hannah seemed to like him, and then all of a sudden, he just went home, and he disappeared. And Hannah didn't seem to know why. And Hannah didn't seem to know why. And we we find out as, um, you know... The news type. The news through... Bachelor news, Nation news types. News, uh, yeah, sources, that he apparently um, abused his ex-girlfriend and... Um, like spit on her and like said. spit on her in public and stuff and apparently allegedly. like allegedly was very very awful to her and that's why he got sent home now we're learning that he also had substance abuse issues um and he overdosed and unfortunately he passed yeah. away that's which is always sad. sad but i also feel like people are forget- controversial i'm sorry but i feel like people are also forgetting about the reason why he left the show and yeah. <laughs> about but- I mean, like, Luke Stone, I guess, was a really good friend of his and was really broken up about it, so mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's a matter of perspective. It is, it is, it is a bummer, and, like, people have issues, and when they are dealing with substance abuse, that's, that's hard on everyone involved, and there should be, um, I don't know, like, you do have to be sensitive towards that. Yeah. But he also didn't treat women well, so it's... yeah. In any event, I don't know. Rest I, in peace, Tyler G. And you know, you know, good goodwill and good good sentiments towards your family who must be suffering. Um, follow up. What's oh no, the yes. other bad sad news in Bachelor Nation. Honestly, not to be mean, but this made me more sad. Well, of course it did, because you're more connected to them. You know them better. Kendall and Joe have. Broken up. Love is dead. dead. (laughs) Everything that I've I watched this show for years and and years, and I think, oh yeah, everyone's on here just to get famous. Like there's no one in here that actually loves each other. And then Kendall and Joe find each other, and my faith in love is restored, and all is good, and the world is a happy place. And then they adopt a dachshund. Yeah, that's the saddest part. Poor. We stand for pistachio. Pistachio wants his parents back together. <laughs> Do it for the children. Do stay together for your, your social media children and your dog children. Poor pistachio. I'm so sad. Yeah. I love Kendall and Joe. I love both of them as individuals. And it's, I like them as But a they haven't too. come out and publicly announced. Yeah, they did. Oh, did they? They issued an announcement, yeah. What they said was, I wish I had it um, queued up so I could tell you really quick, but basically they said, you know, we love and respect each other, and we appreciate all your support, but now we're, since we've been talking about having a family, we realize that basically we they, they can't decide where to live, L.A. or Chicago, and when they start thinking about having kids, that makes that conflict 
harder mm-hmm. because the people that live, their families live in these places and they're so important to them that they don't want to make that compromise and leave their loved ones in their respective cities indefinitely. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe is willing to do it for the run of the uh, Dancing with the Stars and, you know, a while mm-hmm. after because he was so crazy about her. But in the long run, they just don't think that they want to start, get married and start a family because they just can't decide which place to live and whose family gets their majority of their time. But come on. Just, how about just compromise and move to some place where neither families are? Move to New York. Well, or just, you know, I mean, they're successful. They have money to fly back and forth. And once you have that baby, I'm sorry, babies come with a lot of crap. Once you have a a baby or a family, your family should come to you to see that baby. Yeah. When the baby's little. I mean, that's just, if, if at all possible, I know that doesn't always work out. But once you've got the baby and the paraphernalia and all that crap, the family should be coming to you to see that baby. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm hoping it's all just a publicity stunt and they'll both show up in paradise and fall in love all over again. I hope so. Me too. But more likely they'll both show up in paradise and each one will pair off with somebody else and really disappoint us. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Or, I think Joe will definitely come back. Joe for Bachelor 2021. Joe for Bachelor. Yeah, we should have Joe for Bachelor. And we should Heck, have- I'll sign up. <laughs> <laughs> also, and it, Hannah was interviewed by Lauren Zima this week. Hannah B? Uh-huh. And um, Lauren Zima asked Hannah, she was like, so do you, like, what's your relationship status right now? A lot of people are speculating that you and Peter are together. And she was very... She wouldn't answer the question. So, if she was single, I think she'd answer it as, I'm single. Well, in all the stuff I've seen her talking since her appearance on Peter's show, she has been very cagey and very delicate about what she says. Mm-hmm. So, and I listen to, I don't usually listen to the Vile Files, but to, I saw that um, Rob Mills was a guest on Nick Vile's podcast, so I listened to that today. And, um, Rob Mills does know what happens. And, uh, who is that? Rob Mills is the creative director of all non-scripted content at ABC. Okay. So he's a real big wig. He's not Mike Fleiss who's in charge of The Bachelor, but he's like the next best thing. Mm -hmm. And he said, he does know what happens. He says that, and so the Knicks producer said, how many people in the world does he know? And he says, maybe 50. So, I mean, there are people out there that know, but for whatever reason, this time they're tight-lipped enough that nobody's figured it out. So wow. I just, I don't know what to think about it. I'm really, that's what's keeping me more in tune than anything, than the actual content of the show. Yeah, this season's, maybe that's why they're being so quiet about it, because they know that they got crappy content this yeah. season. Well, again, this show is And they better, keep but... teasing Hannah. They keep, they keep teasing the Hannah stuff, and I think yeah, they... Yeah. They know how much people love Hannah, so they're willing to tease us with that to keep us engaged. Right. But we'll see. She's got to either end up with Peter or be the bachelorette. There, I'm sure at this point, since she wasn't able to join the season, here's I forget if I've already mentioned this theory on here, um, but I think that if you watch Dancing with the Stars, you know that the judges were also always super harsh on Hannah's dancing, and that she was one of the best dancers there, if not the best. And she was being super harshly um, critiqued. Like, critiqued every single week by the judges. 
And then they praise other dancers that did really poorly, honestly. And I think that they were giving her bad, um, ju- being bad judges towards her, basically giving her negative feedback, so she so she get so she get eliminated, enough, and then enough. if she gets eliminated, she could join Peter's season. Right. And since it's the same network, I wouldn't be surprised if the network put they their noses in, in it and cahoots, yeah, yeah, and try to well, it didn't work. change it, but it didn't work because she won Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, go, go Hannah. Hannah. But um. I think that's a possibility, and yeah, I think that's a possibility. Now that she wasn't able to join Peter's season, they got to be like, "Well, how, what we can make a bunch more money off of her. She's not done yet. Yeah, like, do, it, would we be more successful by putting her in Paradise, or would we be more successful put, making her the Bachelorette again, or would Eventually we be most, people. or should we use her to save the Bachelor and yeah. make the season worth watching with the dramatic ending? Yeah." So I think that, I think, and it sucks because this is, this, these are their lives that they're kind of toying with, so I get that that sucks, but I think the, the network and the producers and everyone involved are thinking, what's the best way we can use Hannah B before she, she's she's done. She's been a major money maker for them. Yeah, she was by Um, far one of the most popular bachelorettes ever. Well, and there's no, none of the women on the current show, I I'm really interested in seeing as Bachelorette yet. Yet. Um, I mean, if la- this time last season, if you told me that I was going to want two seasons of Hannah being the Bachelorette, I would have been like, <laughs> you're crazy. She can't even make yeah. a toast. I mean, you could even make an argument that the producers are portraying all these women in such a petty, middle school, negative light because they are planning on Hannah B being the next Bachelorette. Yeah. Because I just don't like any of them. Yeah, and if we don't like any of them, then we're not going to be asking for... For more of them. For more of them. And, like, they... The past couple years, they've always picked people that we don't want to see more of. Like, I like Peter, but I didn't want to see more of Peter. You know? I think a lot of people did, though. Um... He's, he's a, you know, he's and a no sweet, one wanted Ari. Yeah. No one wanted Colton. Well, but Colton turned out to be a good season, and I kind of had a feeling he would. I, you know, I would have preferred yeah. Jason or, or not, not Blake now that in hindsight, but I don't know. And you know, Mike would have been a good bachelor too. But it's just mm-hmm. it's they you know they know what they're doing. They're making a hugely successful show, and they're making mm-hmm. ha- money hand over fist, but. You know, truly, right now, the only girls I really like that are left, I like Savannah, but I don't think she's going to be around much longer. I like Tammy. I like um, Kelly. I like Madison. I don't like Kelly, the work Kelly has gotten done on her face, but I do like Kelly as a person. Yeah, that's and a whole other conversation. what's on the inside that counts. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other conversation about their faces, and we'll get to that. Um, anyways, is that pretty much it for Bachelor Yeah, that's, right. that's the news. Um, oh, and in real life news, today is the impeachment vote in the Senate. Yeah. But Nothing Chris else. Harrison's not running that, so let's get on with the... <laughs> the girls are talking at the mansion. Victoria P. is now the expert on Peter, and she gives a little narrative about what's going on with him. Chris Harrison arrives, um, and he says they're going to make biscuits. I'm not sure exactly what that meant, if they literally were going to make biscuits or if that's a euphemism for something I don't really know. <laughs> uh, um, 
you know, he says that Peter feels bad that he sent Aliyah home. He just had kind of a difficult week. Um, they talk about, some of them talk about their anxiety with Chris Harrison after they're all back in the house. But Chris Harrison rechannels their feelings into um, a new place by saying, you got to pack up because you have an hour to pack everything because we're going to Cleveland, Ohio. Well, before he says that, he also says a romantic place. You're going to have so much fun. Uh -huh. It's an amazing, magical, romantic city, and all and, the girls look so excited. And, and it's going like, to kick off like, the world oh tour. Oh, my God, where are we going to go? And then he's like, it's a world tour. And they're like, oh, my God. And then he goes, Cleveland, Ohio. And then everyone's like. Crickets. Crickets. It's just. To their credit. Like, I'm so glad that the producers did that this time. Because yeah, every, t every time they do get fake excited. Yeah, we're going to Rhode Island. <laughs> we're going to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> we're going to Park City, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> and so finally they had a real reaction when they were like, uh, crickets, uh, looking at each other. And Kelly was holding a little coffee cup kind of yeah. looking around. And then they finally go, okay. Cleveland, all right, let's go. At least, you well, know, the, at least we're leaving the mansion. Yeah, what's um, what's her face? The I like the red the redhead chick. What's her name? Lexi. Lexi. I like Lexi too. I like her all right, but I don't even remember her name. So clearly, she's not doing a whole lot. But she was so funny because she was like, I mean, like I don't really think of romance when I think of Cleveland, but sure, bring it on. <laughs> and that's she... what I wrote. Just bring it on. Silence. Then bring it on. <laughs> So next shot, we're in Cleveland, and there's majestic music. Da da da, da And they're da, like, "Yeah, rock and roll." Well, it wasn't. It's not. They're not the air. That first, they show Peter, and we show. Let's see, like Peter's fist in the air, and oh, they yeah. like pan down. He's doing this Superman fist in the air thing, and Peter Man, Peter Man, Peter says that Superman was bored in Cleveland, and I'm thinking, wait, no, Superman. He was, was bored on Krypton, you ding dong. He was bored on Krypton. <laughs> And then he spent his childhood in Smallville. What are you thinking, Peter? <laughs> so I Googled it. I said, what do, what is, you know, Cleveland and Superman, how are they related? And it turns out, like, the two, I think they were brothers, young men who originated the idea of Clark Kent and Superman um, were, did so when they were living in Cleveland. And then later the DC Comics picked it up and so forth. So the actual birthplace of Clark Kent in a sense, in a way of looking the at the mind things, birth, the brain birth, the brain birth, the brain birth place. Kent was Cleveland, Ohio. So, all right, I'll take that. But you know, they should have explained it a little bit because I'm seeing all yeah. over, like memes making fun of Peter for thinking that he that Superman's from there and all this stuff. So it's like, yeah. I mean, come on, Peter. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of humiliating Peter in a way, but he was right. So give him a break. Yeah, it's funny because they keep making him out to be this dummy, but he's like a pilot. That's really, that's some tough stuff. He's super not a dummy. He, I think he's super intelligent. I just think he's really a naive and gullible, yeah. yeah. he's very sweet. He's got this big open heart. Um, so he says he's really excited about the dates they're coming. They're going to be super, they're going to be super fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the girls arrive. And they decide they like Cleveland, and there's a little montage of them dancing around and posing on the Cleveland sign and so forth and so on. Um, they are going to be staying in the penthouse at the Hilton in uh, Cleveland. Mm -hmm. So first date card arrives. Deandra picks it up. 
and the date card says Victoria S. Today our love will soar to new heights. And she she goes. <laughs> And someone's like, she's like, this date better not be skydiving. And the girls are like, oh, are you afraid of heights? And she's like, yeah, yes, yes. And mom made this observation. I decided that when she speaks, either she's behind her hand whispering, or she sounds like Beaker from the Muppets. She's ridiculous. She can't, like, she can't. Communicate in full sentences, at least when she's around The Bachelor. We'll talk about that more again later, too. Yeah. She's so, she's she's so bad. And she's like, she's like, I can't, I could never skydive. That's, I'm so scared of that. And then, thank God for the people on social media that find these, this stuff. Someone finds a picture of her skydiving and being, having like the time of her life skydiving. Yeah, in like 2014, and she's skydiving and her boobs are on full display, so. If you want to post that kind of picture, that's fine, I guess. That doesn't matter. That's Anyways, but... Mom, don't boob shame people. I'm not boob shaming her. I'm just saying it was a... I'm just trying to describe the picture. It was a picture of her skydiving. You were boob... I don't like Victoria, but you were boob shaming her for having a picture of her cleavage. All right, whatever. That's a bad thing to do, but go on. Anyways, and the caption is like, what the actual F? And she's like really foul mouth and all her posts too but anyways so she went skydiving a few years ago and did you see her response on social media too yeah she's like yeah i did it one time i hated it she was never gonna do it again she was like really nasty in her story she's like so a bunch of you have been like attacking me for having this post oh i don't follow her so i didn't watch her story i just see screenshots of stuff later i see no her story was like yeah so you know do i like skydiving no will i ever do it again no is that okay Yes. And she was just really snippy and awful. And I, ugh, yeah, gross. I can't believe, and I hear, you know, I listen to, you know, some other podcasts and stuff, and there's a lot of people that actually like her. And I, I can't figure out why. Like, do y'all know she's a home wrecking racist? Yeah. I mean, how can you like the home wrecking racist? And she, and the inarticulate home wrecking racist. <laughs> I mean, geez. Sorry. Inarticulateness is. Well, that's probably not a word, so I'm probably just not proving my point. (laughs) Anyways, Um, moving on. But she goes and she gets dropped off at an, like, airport type of thing. Right. She's in, like, a a Cadillac big car black. That's not an important detail. Well, it's a nice-looking big black car, like, that takes her to the airport. And she's driving up, and she's... You know, she has like a panic attack in the back. She sees the she sees the plane and Peter, and she has a panic attack in the back of the car, and she literally squeals sounds I can't understand. And then she falls back into the chair of the big black car and and like kicks her legs like she's having a temper tantrum, like she's three years old. She's like, I can't do this. I can't, I can't do this. I just can't. I can't. I really can't. She's kicking, she's kicking like a very small child. It's so weird. Yeah, it's really weird and it's, like immature. It's just weird. We're going to go skydiving. I know. 
And then we, they showed the plane at that point. Right. And so, it's a small plane. It is not a skydiving right. plane. She sees, even after she sees the plane, she still thinks she's going skydiving. It's, it's a, a two-person plane. It's a two-person. So, so what does she think? She thinks that Peter's just going to kick her out, you know, of the plane with a parachute and <laughs> let her go on her own? Or, or, or is he going <laughs> to jump out with her and just let the plane, like, autopilot land? I don't know. Crash into a mountain. It's like... <laughs> She's a moron. I mean, <laughs> how can anybody look at a two-seater plane and think, <laughs> She's just, not only is she a racist, home-wrecking, inarticulate human, she's an idiot. So, <laughs> sorry, Victoria F., prove me wrong. I like that idiot is separate from inarticulate. <laughs> Just to get herself in that plane somehow. Oh, yeah. So and she's like, we're not skydiving, are we? And he's like, no, not today. Why? And he's, she's like, oh, I just, I really hate heights. I just, I, I can't do with heights. And he's like, well, we're going to fly. And she's like, oh, my God, really? Oh. And I'm like, dude, you cannot seriously think you can successfully date this guy who's right. a pilot. If you're with, afraid you of have heights. A fear of heights. Because, I mean, we don't know a lot about Peter because he's pretty, like, I don't know. He's just boring so we don't know a lot about him but the one thing we do know is how much he likes airplanes he loves flying in airplanes for sure and he's, at one he's point like he wants his co-pilot and it's kind of annoying that he keeps saying that but like i think he actually wants someone to actually fly with him frequently maybe he's being literal at one point she <laughs> says i'm literally drooling they say literally so much yeah and it was clear that she was not literally drooling i don't know why she like why are you drooling are you hungry are you you're drooling because you're afraid? That doesn't really make sense. But anyway, <laughs> um, she's clutching him desperately the whole time in the plane. I'm, I'm thinking, girl, it's not going to make you any safer to be clutching onto him when he's trying to drive. When he's trying to drive, yeah. <laughs> she like yanks his arm away from the, the thing. I don't know what that's called. The steering wheel is that what it's called in a the, plane? I don't know. The, the broom broom maker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It does have a name, but I can't remember the name of it. But yeah. The, thing that you steer with she doesn't okay so they're going to he says we're going to cedar point which is a huge amusement park um in the midwest i assume it's in ohio and i've heard of it before because i've heard of it also you know theme parks we love theme parks um i would love to go there someday but i don't know super a lot about it i know it's big and it's got a lot of roller coasters she's never heard of it although she lives in virginia so i thought that was interesting um she doesn't does she say she doesn't like roller coasters, or does she like roller coasters? She doesn't like roller coasters. Okay. So they get there, and the first ride they go on is one of those shooty-uppy things. It looks um, super fun. Yeah, they always have them at our mid-coast fair. Our, yeah, our what, Midwest? Mid-state. Mid Mid-state mid fair. Yeah. Mid-state fair. Yeah, and they, so it's like this little boomerang thing, so the couple sits in it, and it propels them into the air at some crazy velocity and speed and of course and she's um, like ah yeah she's like is it gonna make a sound before you launch 
she's like all <laughs> stupid and irritating and he's just amused by it for some reason yep. so anyway and then at the end he's like that was really fun and then she can tell that he likes it so she changes her point of view on her hype thing so they decided and to do she it was again. like yeah let's do it again and She's Honey, completely flipped. She was never afraid of heights to begin with. I know, I know. It's a, it's all an act. It's all a way to make a Peter save feel. Me, save me act. Yeah, it's all a way to make Peter feel like a big man, and uh, you know, and and that she's conforming to what he wants to do, and he's helping her overcome her fears. It's all an act. She's full of bull pucky. <laughs> she doesn't believe anything she says. Yeah. Until later. She becomes articulate, which we'll talk about at that point. <laughs> uh huh. So she thinks he's a little boy at heart, but so am I, she says. A little boy? <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter's and his little ITM says, Our love is like a roller coaster. You know? I'm like, you don't want that. <laughs> well, that's a good point. He says, I don't know her well yet, but we're, we're getting to the top of that hill and I'll get to know her. And yeah, I agree with you. It's like, do you really want your love to be like a roller coaster? Yeah, does you? It's full of highs and lows and over in three minutes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good analogy, honey. <laughs> not a good analogy. So, so they ride roller coasters together and yes. stuff, and then they go into this little like diner. Yeah, and they type have the, thing. They have the theme park all to themselves, which is really which really is really cool. cool. Yeah, but it's also sort of post-apocalyptic zombie landish. Yeah. So when they go into this little diner to have whatever meal they're enjoying, it's empty. So they're both drinking beer and they're chatting and Victoria gives about, I mean, talk, you can talk about how bad Hannah B's toast was, but at least it wasn't idiotic. Yeah. It was, it was lame and it was ill-formed, but it wasn't like taking... It wasn't taking us back Three centuries. As women. Correct. Like Victoria's was. She said, here's to our sons having hot moms and successful dads. You could be, you could be a successful mom, Victoria. You could have daughters and encourage them to be successful women. You could. Or you could just continue to delve into these stereotypes to try to, like, snare men into your evil, evil web, you bitch. It's like, why, you're a woman, you don't have to succumb to those stereotypes. The fact that you're promoting those types of stereotypes as a woman is really, gross. really gross. It's gross. <laughs> like, we have come so far, it's, why are you doing this? And it's making you look really, really dumb. Yeah, you... You don't have to be But like maybe this. you don't care, she, Victoria, because you don't care if you look dumb. If you can <laughs> snag whatever man you want for your five minutes of pleasure. <laughs> Ooh, things are getting serious. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, why would you, why, why would you try to conform yourself? And this is something she's doing. She's um, molding her behaviors around what she thinks Peter wants. And she's trying to be the ultimate hot wife instead of being an actual partner because obviously she derives all of her success with men comes from exploiting her sexuality mm-hmm. obviously that i mean she obviously sleeps around a ton she obviously that, that's judgy but we do know that allegedly she, she allegedly yeah according to reality we, we know that she, she allegedly has these affairs with her husbands of her friends yes and country music. If it's just one, one night stands with 
country music stars. Yeah, if it's just well, I'm, I don't think it's a one. I don't think that was a one night well, stand. But we'll, we'll get, get to that. But um, I I don't want to be judgy because she should be able to do whatever she wants. But the fact, and if it was just one affair, that's like what that's lame, and you can handle it differently. But okay. But the fact that she's broken up like three relationships, three or four marriages, yeah, yeah, she, that's, allegedly, allegedly, that's just proof that she has a she likes the experience of the not supposed to be happening rather than the actual person, right? And, and that's what's it's obvious that she invests a whole, you know, more into her sexuality than into her other. Yeah, she always plays damsel in distress right. rather than independent woman. Yeah, she's awful. Yeah, we really don't like her. Um, but they talk about kids, and they talk about... I'd go about... so far to say that Kaylin's a better... Kaylin Miller-Keys is a better role model than Victoria Fuller. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, because I think that a lot of... I don't think Kaylin... She, I still think she's a feminist. She also is just cool with manipulating other people yeah and she's has a loosey-goosey relationship with the truth yeah um but yeah but she's a better victoria's just her she's i don't know she's just sexist if you have a daughter and have to say you get this role model kaylin or this role model victoria fuller i'm gonna push her toward kaylin sorry Mm -hmm. anyways so they have their they have their little toast um, they talk about kids. Yeah, and Peter For, goes, I'd rather have two or four kids. I want an even number of kids. Because of the, because of the amusement parks. Yeah. Because he doesn't want one of his kids to be alone on the roller coaster. <laughs> very simplistic view of child rearing. But it's sweet, and it's very Peter, and that's okay. Yeah, and she, Victoria's like, yeah, that's cool. I'm cool with that. I just want a family. Because you can't guarantee that all your kids are even going to want to ride roller coasters, that you're not going to have twins. Or, there's all sorts of variables out of your control. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's very sweet. Yeah. And um, then the, he's like, oh, I have another surprise for you. And she's like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, let's go. And she's like, what's the surprise? And they're he's like, along. he's like, I won't tell you. And now they're walking along. And there's music in the distance. And, and she getting, can kind of hear it. It's yeah. getting louder. And as it gets clearer louder and, clearer. and yeah. clearer, her face changes. She's like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> and what the cameraman, doing? the freaking cameraman should get an Emmy for this. <laughs> the camera is on her face the whole time. And at first she's like, oh, smiling. And, and she's oh, like, oh, surprise, surprise. And then you could just see her face slowly Un- recognize the song. And she yeah. recognizes the song and the singer, and her face just gets terrified. Her yeah. big saucer eyes get bigger and bigger. And she's like, "No, no, no, Peter, Peter, she's what are we doing?" She's like, she's like, "Really, what are we doing? What are we doing?" But since she always plays fake scared on roller coasters and stuff too, he's not gonna notice. Yeah, that no. she's panicking. Well, plus, because she plays the panic card all the time, right? Plus, Peter's super excited about this. Yeah. And he really wants to share it with her. And he's like, he's so stoked. And they always, oh, you're going to be so excited, you know? And they get there, and it's Chase Rice, who, I'm sorry, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him either. Um, but apparently, he's pretty successful. He was on Survivor like a decade ago and worked in NASCAR. And now he's a country singer. And I guess he seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah. You know? So he's the artist, and she in an ITM, and to her producer, whose face is like it's blurred, smeared out. 
um, admits that she used to, quote, date him, and she, he was, quote, her boyfriend. Yeah. And so she's super panicky and doesn't want to, oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. She's like, this is so awkward, oh, my God, so oh, my God. And they get up, so and there's a huge crowd there. It's not like one of the concerts where they're alone with the artist's band. There's a huge crowd, and, and it, I thought it very interesting that they deliberately showed us, the producers, whoever decided this, deliberately showed us dozens and dozens of people with their phones taking video of this. So this was not a secret thing. Tons and tons of people were recording this. And so mm -hmm. it was on the internet almost immediately. Yeah, I remember people, seeing pictures uh -huh. of this date right after it happened. And people were contacting Reality Steve right away, and he had immediately had the scoop that this was the date and that Chase Rice was and Victoria F. had had some sort of relationship. So, setting the stage. Mm -hmm. um, but just so funny and she's like as soon as she recognizes the song she fixes her hair she like her hand goes up to her ponytail and like tightens her ponytail oh, I didn't realize that, but and that she like me. she does like self-maintenance really quick when she realizes well, she's, what's happening she's always self-grooming herself yeah. she's it's, well when her hair's up and it's all wet like it is now it's less so but when it's all straight and dry she continually grooms herself and i hate that when women do that i hate that um but she, yeah, so she's she does the self grooming thing as soon as she recognizes the song, and she's like, "Peter, who are we seeing?" And he's like, "Chase Rice." She's like, "Oh," and he's like, "It's so exciting, isn't it?" He's so cute. <laughs> he's, he's super adorable. Yeah, he's so excited, and they're so funny because they must be asking him questions, like leading questions that'll get him to say yeah. these things, but he'll say things in his ITNs where he's like, "Chase Rice could perform at our wedding." <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. It is so funny. And then it'll show Victoria. She's like, oh my god, my ex-boyfriend's here. And then it'll show Peter again. And he's like, this is the I best date ever. Best oh, I'm so happy. I hope she, I know she's going to love it. And yeah. then, you know, they do the thing where they dance. To, the two of them dance on a little dais. And yeah, the crowd's and around them. The crowd's usually, around them clapping. And they dance. And, and she's she's mouthing the words to the song. She's like, oh, cool. You, you know, know the, the words. <laughs> She's like, yeah. And I saw this funny meme where it's like, where it's Peter saying, oh, do you know this song? And she, and then they like, in the meme, not in the actual show, but in the meme, she goes, I slept with the guy on the stage to this song. <laughs> <laughs> and they do, there's a, a, um, a small amount of what seems to be eye contact between Chase Rice and Victoria while they're dancing. Yeah, and you can see Chase. You can see Chase Rice realizing what's happening. Right, what the producers have stage. done to him. Yeah, and but he's like, no, the show's got to carry on. It's yeah, got to no. go on. He, he was can, a good dude. He's professional, but you can his face changes, and he's like, I thought I was doing the normal country star thing on The Bachelor, yeah. and this his face is I'm like roped into this. Yeah, his face is like, holy crap. Crap, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah, and, and he looks keeps singing he's and playing. professional and singing, but he looks a little bit pissed. And, and she's looking sort of longingly at him. I don't know how to describe how she's looking at him, like, yeah. like guiltily or something, like ascribing a lot of um, importance to this yeah. eye contact. Is and it, it also shows her, um, I'm forgetting the exact order of all this, but she also was talking, it showed her talking to her producer, and she was like, yeah, he didn't want me to go on the show. He wanted me to stay with him. And I'm like, so you're also saying that you were with him when you signed up for the show? Right. What are you saying? Like, 
Well, because <laughs> she's an freaking she's an, she's acting. He didn't care. He didn't give a damn if she yeah. was on the show or not. He may have said, "Oh, be careful." I don't know if that's the smartest thing, but all right, good luck. But they didn't have an intimate enough relationship where he was like, Victoria, please don't go on the show. Please stay with me. Yeah. That's not what happened. And, and that's what she was trying to She said that he was her boyfriend her and this right. was this, this was a really serious relationship and yeah. he didn't want her to she's come doing, on the show. She's talking to her blurred out producer with her hands over her face. And he didn't, he didn't want me to go on the show. And, and he know. has come out and said he it was a one crazy. night stand. Yeah. I don't think it was a one night stand either. I think they well, were probably his exact his more I don't know what exact words were, but his closer words were we spent a night together once in Charlotte. So it could have been like a really special, wonderful night in Charlotte, as a you know, but it did sound like a one night stand. Uh, well, I don't think I don't I think they knew each other for longer because they also took like a couple picture together. And you don't do that with someone that's, like, just a one-night stand, right? Like, you would... I don't know. I, I feel like you would just, you... Unless you were comfortable with that person and knew them a while, you wouldn't... I wouldn't take a picture with someone if I wasn't friends with them or, like... But what if they're, if they're a celebrity? Maybe you just meet them at the beginning of the night. You don't even know that it's going to go anywhere. You just want to take a selfie with them because you met a celebrity. I wouldn't touch their face in the selfie, though. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, she's, oh. like, touching his face and stuff. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I think, I think they were, I think they, it was more than a one-night stand, but less than a relationship. I think it's way closer to the way he's characterizing it than the way she is. Yeah, yes. Okay, I, I agree. My I agree. I agree, but I I don't think that he is being really forward either. I, you're probably right, because, I mean, I would downplay it if I was him too, because who wants to be associated with crazy... Victoria, uh, with, it, with her racism way. and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good on him. I would if I was him. Yeah, and I'd see her for a few weeks. I would do the same thing. I would totally downplay it and try to distance myself from her. And then after, um, after they're done dancing and stuff, it shows Peter talking to Chase Rice, yeah. and they're like either being really chill. They seem to get along well, and he's like, "Good luck, dude. Like, hope you find your soulmate." Or well, whatever. they exchange phone numbers. Oh, is that what happens? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, "Oh, Weber's at one B or two. <laughs> and they, he's like, "Yeah, you're a great, dude." And he's like, "Yeah, you're a good dude too." And, 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 but then after that. The Victoria and Chase talk for a minute, for a minute or yeah, so. Yeah, and she's like, oh my god, that was so awkward. And he's like, it's whatever, I guess. Like, he's like, good luck, have fun, I guess. He's a good dude. Yeah, he basically, she says, I have to tell him, don't I have to tell him? Again, making it like it's a big freaking deal. I should, should I tell him? I'm going to tell him. And he's like, yeah, I mean, you should be honest, just be yourself. Yeah. Like, I got, and, you know, subtext, I'm ready to leave this now. Can I leave now, please? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but he was very polite, so kudos, yeah, to, yeah, kudos he, to Chase Rice. Good, good on him. He got roped into this thing that he didn't, never asked for, but, um, my I, favorite meme, well, there are lots of good memes after this episode. My favorite one, though, was, um, it was this meme and it showed Peter and Chase talking to each other and it said, Peter has more chemistry with Chase Rice than he does with any of the women on I his see, season. I saw that. Yeah, he was like it's starstruck. It's so, it's so funny, which is true. He was he was able to have more of a conversation with Chase Rice than with any of these other people that are actually dating him on this season. One of the things I wrote down and underlined was she. I think she is loving this attention and this weirdness. I think she is just thriving off this like it's candy. Mm-hmm. If she and if she didn't want this to happen, why did she tell the producers that she dated him? 
Yeah. Obviously, this was, I mean, I think there was a certain amount of luck that ha for the producers, but I think once they found out that they had booked Chase Rice and had one of Chase Rice's former one night, you know, se several night stands relationship type girl on the show, that they were just probably really, really gleeful yeah. and made sure to milk the heck out of it. It's so good. It but, was you know, so good. Truly, if she didn't want that kind of attention, she shouldn't have told you know, the producers, the famous people she had slept yeah. with. But then um, it's the nighttime part of the date, and she's still panicking, and she's like, I'm going to tell him. And they go to City Hall, right? Is that what yeah. the date is? Yeah. The date is at uh, um, Cleveland City Hall, <laughs> which it was a really, it it was was, a really pretty building. They but did. it's like, <laughs> And they what? do what they can to set it up to make it look nice. But yeah, it's really weird. Cause well, like, like, what are they going to do, elope? Like, <laughs> and the next morning, all the little city clerks and stuff are going to be wandering into the place. And they're they're going to be, be like, like, someone forgot a roast. <laughs> right. What, what are all these candles? <laughs> Um, but they, yeah, so they're talking, and she's like, I, she's like, I have to tell you something, I have to tell you something, and he keeps talking about how great the day was, he's like, that was just the best day ever, he's like, that concert, man, that was amazing, we had such a good day, she's like, did you just love that music, man, Chase Rice, what a homie, and she said and something along the line of, yeah, it was great until the concert, and he was like, he was like wait, what? He's like, come on, Chase Rice! Oh, Chase Rice, man! <laughs> And she's like, I just, I want to tell you, I want to tell you something, but I just, I don't know if I can. Like, it's so hard for me to talk about. And it reminded me of that scene in Toy Story, sorry, not Toy Story, Star Wars, um, in The Force Awakens, where Kylo Ren's like, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, man, Peter, I have something to tell you. I just, I just don't know if I can. I just don't know I'm how. So <laughs> That's what it reminded me of, was Kylo Ren killing his father. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> but and he's like, oh, no, what is it? What is it? He's being super, you know, understanding. And she, She you know, gets up and walks away. Well, no, not yet. Oh, not she yet. tells him? Oh. Yeah, she tells him. She says, you know, I, I used to date him. She's like, he's my ex-boyfriend. I didn't expect to see him there. It was so awkward. And I used to date him. And Peter's like, wait, this is my favorite part she, Oh, no. Oh, show. wait, no. Because she says, Chase and I used to date. And he's like. Chase, the guy on the stage, <laughs> and she's like, uh -huh. and she's like naughty. He's like, Chase, the guy in the concert, Ch Chase, the singer, <laughs> and she's like, mm -hmm. and he's like, no, <laughs> no, I talked to him. <laughs> he was so cute, <laughs> and his face is like just. He's mortified because he's like, we swapped digits. <laughs> His face is just contorted in this, this painful, like, like just query. He was like, like Chase what? was going to be my best man at our I, wedding. I, I just talked to him. <laughs> and so funny. His, the, guy who, the guy who was singing. <laughs> and she says she broke it off because his lifestyle wasn't something that lined up with hers. And he's like, wow, this, Peter, this is so freaking weird. Like, we were dancing and making out, and, and that was your ex. <laughs> he's not putting it up together. So weird. He's not putting it together. The produce, like, the devil works hard, but the bachelor producers work harder. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, then she whispers something behind her hand I can't hear. Me. And she's, she's, she's and like, beaker, beaker, beaker. Beaker, beaker. And she leaves the table, and then at that point, Peter pulls 
Colton face. He looks then he looks right at the camera, right over at the producer. He's like, what? Like his face is like, what? Yeah, and it's so interesting that it's taking him so long to figure out how he's being manipulated. Right. Well, it's Colton. No, Colton didn't do that face until he found out that Cassie's dad had come to Portugal. Yes, but as soon as he found out about Cassie's dad, he knew. He, right. There wasn't any him trying to figure it out. But he had that same look. He, he looked yeah. over at the producers like, well, I was a little bit more knowing. Like, F you. How, why did you do this to me? And then, yeah. and then he jumped the fence because he was super upset. Yeah. But Peter, I don't think Peter's quite realizing that. I think he thinks that there might be a chance that it's still like... A coincidence, a sure. Coincidence. Yeah, but he was still, he still looked over there like, wait a minute, I'm not sure you want me to find love. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about this. <laughs> and then... And then he chases after her, and she like runs over to in a cor- large, yeah. dark corner of the corner. It looks like yeah, it looks like it's a, like the jury, you know, there and right? Stuff, and it's like... like the jury assembly room or something. The blueprint office. It looks I like don't know. maybe it's like the divorce records. The divorce <laughs> records. She's like, gotta find a man. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's like a water fountain next to her and file cabinets, and she's like hiding, literally hiding in the corner. She's not the only one that's gonna do that this episode. And with her hands in front of her face to the wall, like she's in timeout or something. Oh, yeah, she's like, I just, oh I'm my sorry. God. She's like, I had to run away. I didn't know you were going to react like that. Just like what? Shut like the sh- hell up, Victoria. You're just a path- you're just gross. You know, join the 21st century. You know, woman alliance. Get yeah. get over your damn self. Anyways, sorry. No, you're fine. So about this point, they cut back to the, not the mansion, the Hilton, where the girls are all gathered, and there's a date card. Madison gets it, and she reads, let's tackle love together. It's the group date. So everyone's on there but Kelsey and Victoria F., so we know Kelsey is going to get the next one-on-one date. Madison, in her ITM, says she thinks, I just don't think there's going to be any drama on this next date because, you know, Peter's done with the drama. (laughs) So a little foreshadowing. So cut back to Peter and Victoria huddled up next to the marriage records department or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> in the- it was definitely marriage records because she was <laughs> looking for a man. <laughs> and I wrote to myself in my notes, I said, Peter, this will be your life if you choose this woman. Crying constantly. It's always going to be all about her. <laughs> Don't. Just don't pick her. Just avoid it all costs. <laughs> just leave her there at the marriage Just records leave her at the marriage records. She'll find a new guy in no time. <laughs> so, but he's, to his credit, Peter says, you know, this is silly. Let's just make a joke of it. Let's just laugh at it. It's just, it's just silly. It's, you know, you were honest with me and that's all that matters. And so they make out a little bit. Um, you know, he, he wants to have confidence in this, blah, blah, blah. And he gives her the rose because she's powered through an awkward moment. But before he gives her the rose, he says, if I give you this, will you not run off and hide in a corner this time? Which, him having said that, should be all the clue he needs that this is not the person he should pick. Yeah. So they go outside and there's a cellist there. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, she, she probably dated him too. <laughs> but if she did, she doesn't mention it and they have a little dance. And, you know, it's... Peter in his ITM says he thinks their relationship's off to a solid start and that her honesty is great. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
Um, then it's the group date, right? Yeah, group date. They're in First Energy Stadium, which is, I guess, where the Cleveland Browns play. <laughs> Mom's saying these things like she keeps up with sports. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was just about to say two foot... Well, in my notes, it says two football guys are there to greet them, but I didn't write down their names. I'm sure they're super important and great and super skilled. I just didn't know who they were, so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so two football men are there. I assume and... they're Cleveland Browns players at some point in their careers. And um, they they have a little practice. Well, yeah, they're going to play football. And you know who's ready for this? Tammy. <laughs> Tammy is ready for this. She's like, I'm going to kill them all. I'm going to eat them all. <laughs> McKenna, it says she's, I'm the least athletic girl here. So McKenna gets goofy music as they show her time and time again trying to catch the football. She's just not very In nervous. her defense, she's Canadian, so this football is America's oh, no. Nothing, pastime, yeah. right? No, I'm on McKenna's side. <laughs> I, 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 still, I still really like McKenna. I think she's really, really obnoxious and annoying, and I, she's just, oh, she doesn't like me, she doesn't pay attention to me, I'm going to cry, but shut up, you have health care! Yeah, well, <laughs> it's that way, every year there's one of those people that say, I hope I get the group date today with bated breath, you know. And that's McKenna's role this season. Yeah. But she's not bad. She's all right. She's, I mean, she's not bad compared to other people, but she's so annoying. And I, she's, like, all about you know this what? guy. And I'm like, you're 21 and you have health care in your home country. You should be happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm you know sorry. <laughs> but at least she's trying. You know who's not trying? Victoria P. <laughs> Victoria P is not even trying because she tells, she takes Peter aside and says, I have a bad back, and my back hurts, and I can't do that. And I think and he's about... like, oh, let me give you a back massage. Yeah, so they have this little alone cutesy time on the bench, cuddling and stuff. I'm like, wait, she's not even playing. Send her back to the hotel. Seriously, she's not playing. Send her back to the hotel. Don't let her on the night date. She, you know, excuse her, that's fine, yeah. but does she's he done. Say, does he say something like, oh, last group day, like, the space group, or the... Well, no, that's what I was just going to say, that now she's like, oh, my back hurts, I can't do this. And then back on the the, the, the relay thing, yeah. yeah, the flight school day, she's like, oh, I'm, I'm so scared, I'm yeah. scared of the gyroscope, I can't do the gyroscope, and then she throws up after the gyroscope, so... She's one of these girls that makes excuses whenever she doesn't feel like doing something. She pretends to have some fake ailment, right? Mm -hmm. Totally. And she's a nurse, so she knows how to fake an ailment. Right, exactly. She's a total faker. And I liked, I liked I her liked last her, episode. I liked her the last couple episodes. In this episode, same boat. I was like, nah, dude. Yep. <laughs> she had all of Bachelor Nation bamboozled before this episode. And we were like, oh, Victoria P for Bachelorette. We've turned on you, Victoria P. <laughs> How does you, it feel? <laughs> you can't lie to us, and you can't go on sports dates and just not and just participate. Sit. <laughs> yeah, so you you blew yeah, it. Yeah, everyone got all mad about. Uh, spoiler alert: Alea coming back, but right. it's like y'all. Victoria is basically doing the same thing by uh -huh. not being involved in the date. And yeah, well, Victoria was instrumental in getting Alea sent home. Victoria's. Yeah. Incredibly she's, manipulating. Both yeah. Victorias are. So go home, both Victorias. Yeah. Um, but they play and they get divided up into teams. And the idea, I believe, it's one of those dates where a winning team gets more time with 
more private right. time with Peter. Right. Whoever but wins gets to be on the after date with Peter. They're playing and they get there's a tie, so they everyone gets well, let's to go at the nighttime date. That's true, but let's make sure we highlight the, the important Cheyenne people. did a good job, yes, I guess. Yes, It's called the Bachelor Bowl. They have dumb team names I'm not even going to talk about. Yeah, Cheyenne gets the first touchdown, the second, third, and fourth touchdown for her team. And Kelly's the quarterback on one side, and um, Cheyenne is the quarterback on the other side. Or no, she, not Shean. Uh, Deandra is the quarterback on the other side. Oh yeah, and Deandra looked like Prison Mike from The Office this yeah, episode. Deandra was pretty boss, and so was Kelly. But they both had good. Peter said Kelly had a really good arm as a quarterback. Um, she, Kelly had a little itm where she said, "Oh, Hannah Ann." I keep throwing to Hannah Ann because she's right there. But I think that Kelly is trying to get Hannah Ann, Hannah Ann killed. <laughs> Kelly's throwing the bat ball to Hannah Ann every single play because she's hoping Hannah Ann will be paralyzed <laughs> and no longer able to compete. <laughs> Go, Kelly. Because, I mean, that's smart playing. But anyway, yeah. so Shean proves to be the MVP, gets the most touchdowns, but the other team, with the help of Deandra and a couple other people, I'm not sure who makes the touchdown for the other team. Doesn't matter. Um, but they tie. Peter is having so much fun. He's like, "Woo, yeah, my girls!" It's yeah. He's just running around. His smile is huge. He's again. He's like a twelve-year-old. He's he's amazing. So cut to the teams in the locker rooms. The yellows are happy because they came back from behind and tied. The pinks led by Angry Angry Madison, didn't see that coming, <laughs> are pissed. They're pissed because they wanted to have that time with Peter. Angry Angry Madison, she's interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I like Angry Angry Madison. I mean, I'm just, it's, she just seems like a more real person to me now. Yeah, much more real than her fake teeth. Anyway, before they leave the locker rooms, Natasha says, Shan, you scored all of our points. You are totally the MVP, so you should get the time. You should get you should time get with Peter first. first yeah. yeah, and I will block your ass to make sure you do. Which yeah. it turns out she wasn't really being truthful there. Yeah, but it's like who's that? What was her name? Natasha? Is that Natasha said that? Yeah. It's like that's the first time we've seen girls supporting to each support other. each yeah. other this season, and that's like that's so wrong because yeah. In the past, you we do see these alliances forming. We see friendships being made, and a lot of the time, the friendships that are made last longer than any relationship with the with, with the, the lead. bachelor. Yeah, and those relationships are more even more important than the ones they make with the bachelor. Yeah, and the fact that we're not getting that this season is so awful. Like Rachel and Astrid, who knew? Like they're the like best friends. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Astrid and Kevin, I still believe in love. Oh yeah. Okay, that's true. I forgot about them. If they break Joan, up, though, it's over. Yeah, Joe and Kendall, I was like, oh man, love is done. But yeah, Asher and Kevin, that's a that's a good 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 duo for sure. But anyways, sorry, we got so, distracted by so, losing faith in love. The after date, there are thirteen girls are on it, and everybody's pissed that there's so many women there, especially Shein. Mm hmm. Um, and then they're talking and just chilling, hanging out. All the typical complainers are really loud. Michaela yeah. and Sydney are really loud about it. 
Um, so Peter arrives in this cute little red car. Bill is not little. It's a big old-fashioned boat of a red car, but he looks sharp in this sharp suit. He pulls up to this mansion for the after date, and his voiceover says, Oh, I'm so excited about, I, I think I've made all the right decisions, and I'm so, oh, no, this isn't happening yet. This is later. Yeah, that's later. Sorry, sorry, erase. That's going to happen later, though. So, but still, uh, Peter is but his he usual, shows up and you know, optimistic song. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, woohoo, date night, guys. And then we hear this dramatic music, like this, it's like the Jaws theme song. It's like, dun 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 And we hear footsteps on the floor. And then... Leia gets at the top of the stairs and she's like, hey, bitches. <laughs> I don't think she actually says that, but she says, she, she, she does says, say something really close to that. Yeah, she says, hey, ladies, you miss me? Or something. And all their dro- jaws drop and they're like, shut the front door. And, and she's like, do you know where Peter is? And they're like, uh, I don't know. Well, Peter's actually, she shows up a little, a little after the, so... You know, rewind five minutes. Everybody assumes Sheehan and Peter will start talking first, but um, Victoria P. jumps up immediately and says, May I talk to you, Peter? Oh, I forgot. And Sheehan's like pissed, and she downs her drink in one gulp, or whatever it is she's drinking. (laughs) And Victoria takes them aside. Oh, you know what? And, you know, she says, I wish I so wish I could have played football. I just love football. And so forth and so on. And um, then Sheehan eventually does get time with him after that. And he's he's talking to Sheehan when Alea shows up. And yeah. Alea interrupts them. Yeah. You know, excuse me, can I interrupt? And Sheehan She says, looks so defeated. She does. She looks really sad. She says, okay, Peter, do you want to talk to her diplomatically? Yeah. Know, Sheehan's going to... I'm surprised she's made it this far because she seems to be like a really nice person. Yeah, and she's really nice, and she, but she also doesn't seem like she talks. Like it's it's sad, but you have to be able to be confident enough in yourself to be able to talk to the lead if you want yeah, to. Yeah, that's If you true. want to actually get, if you want this to work in it, if you are really on this show to fall in love Same and have a relationship. Yeah you have to be able to be confident enough to talk to them. Yeah. And if you're not, then you're going to be eaten alive on, like here. And you, maybe you'll, you'll just leave without any sort of like success from it. But you need to have some sort of personality to make this, any part of this experience right. worth it. Whether it's actually getting, ending up within a relationship or getting social media ads or right. just, becoming like a favorite you have to be more than just oh if i remember correctly i um in the pre-season video that chris harrison did he said that everybody loves Sheehan. the the crew loves Sheehan. the cast loves Sheehan. and so i think that's her saving grace that everybody just likes her yeah and peter likes her too or else he wouldn't kept around us all he's not gonna pick her he doesn't care about her that way but he likes her and they're friends and so he keeps her around but and surely she has to realize that by now but yeah, so basically she says, do you want to talk to her? And Peter says, yeah, yeah, I do. So Peter and Alea sit down to chat. And, you know, naturally she yeah. is upset. And she, I still think Alea is fine. I don't think she's 
a liar or anything. I think she's just Ellie is just a, she's just she's just been un- girl. That's she's all. just got uh, had the unfortunate someone somewhere was like, let's put a target on Olaya's yeah. back, and everyone was like, okay, let's shoot. Mm-hmm. And that she's just been a victim of that. I think. Yeah, well, I think she, especially that one night, I think she got really drunk and displayed really annoying behavior. Mm-hmm. And the girls, when they smell blood in the water, they're gonna they're gonna sacrifice yeah. people, and that they felt the need to sacrifice Alea. But again, mm-hmm. I I totally agree with you. I don't see anything that she did that was so bad that they should all gang up on her. And Peter yeah. said the same thing. He says everything I know about you so far, I really love. So. Yeah. And um, they're talking, and she's like, hey, how's Cleveland? Are you having a good time? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, okay. I was back home, and I just couldn't stand being home for that long without being able to talk to you and clear my name. Like, she wants to clear her name, supposedly. Oh, yeah, allegedly, yeah. Um, but, she, but she's not coming back unless the producers are super involved in this situation. So it's not like he can kick anybody off and they're going to come back the yeah. producers totally wanted to milk this for yeah all they because how else was she going to know that they were in cleveland too right it's like the producers like okay go home but meet us at the hilton in cleveland next week yeah exactly and they i'm mm-hmm. sure they pay for airfare and everything yeah and um yeah so they're talking and she's like i want like why did you think i needed to go basically and he's like well Victoria P said that like you we couldn't trust you and you're being fake and you were asked her to lie and stuff and he's like I have been really regretting my decision to send you home and I don't I'm, I don't like it well he said do you do you know Victoria P and she said yeah I know her super well like yeah. we're super good friends yeah and he said oh well she said you only knew we spent three hours together and Alaya's like what that's totally not true we you know we we texted constantly during the Miss USA pageant and they only planned this big trip to Las Vegas together. I mean, no, we're super close. Mm-hmm. And Peter's like, wait, what? Yeah. Cause... And he's like, well, someone's lying then. And she's like, that's why when you told me that she came to you saying that I was like, not authentic and like that I was a liar and stuff, I was so shocked. And it, that's what hurt most about it was the fact that it was my friend saying these things. Mm-hmm. And and Peter, he's so cute. It's, it's like, it's, it's back to the Chase Rice things. He's like, wait, Victoria P? Victoria P, right? Yeah. Like, he's totally confused. He's like, what? <laughs> His face, he's just so cute. He's like, what? <laughs> anyway, it's so cute. And so, but you can see his face figure out that Victoria P lied to him. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of freaking out. But he's, you can tell that he's confused because he likes both Victoria and Alea, and he doesn't want either of them to be a liar, but it's clear that one of them is, and it's looking to be Victoria P, P, who who he likes better. Who he likes better, yeah. Anyway. So he goes up to confront, well, so he's looking around for Victoria P, and she's nowhere to be found. All the girls are sitting around, you know... I think all the girls are sitting around on the couch chatting. And then Peter's like, where's Victoria P? And they kind of direct him upstairs. So Victoria P has basically run away from all the girls. She's gone upstairs and she is literally, literally used like a really, like in the real sense of literally, not like the girls, the way the girls on the show use it. 
She is literally in a dark <coughs> corner upstairs, crouched down on the floor. So she's hiding from Peter. Normally, truthful people don't feel the need to hide. To hide, in dark yeah. So eventually, he finds her there. And um, where am I here? Oh, <coughs> that, you know, Victoria immediately starts, you know, crying and you know, trying manipulating him, got mad at him, blah blah blah. Cut back to Savannah. Remember Savannah? Yeah. She's talking to the other girls, and she says, this is the weirdest thing. She says, well, when Victoria P, you know, somebody says, Victoria P is honest. And Savannah says. No, she's not. She's a liar. Yeah. That's what she says. Yeah. yeah. She says, no, she, not really. I mean, you know, we were in the closet one day with the cameras and the microphones off, and she told me what a terrible person Alea was, but then at the rosary ceremony thereafter, she was holding Alea's hand and trying to be real friendly chummy. And that's mm. when I knew that Victoria P. was bad. So, mm. okay. Yay, we get to see Savannah, because I love Savannah. But, it's like, and yay, someone's being honest. Yeah. But, what? You guys were just in a closet? <laughs> when were you alone in a closet together without your mics on? What's that? I mean, so... To me, Victoria P's hiding upstairs on the floor in the dark, trying to avoid Peter, and she's also recently been hiding in a closet. Like, what's wrong with yeah, her? Yeah, and I think later we see her be isolated again. She just isolates herself from the girls. Yeah, I mean, I know she... So I, which, in a sense, it kind of makes sense, because if you isolate yourself from the other women, they can't hold anything against you. They can't... Right. You're just nothing to them. Yeah, you're just irrelevant. Right. And that that makes sense, and that that could be a smart move, but at the same time, no, it's she's like she's hiding because she doesn't want to get caught. I think. Well, I think it's that. I think it's that too, probably. But I think she also is thinking strategically yeah. there as well. So you know, I acknowledge and respect all the horrible things she went through as a young person, but at this point, I'm thinking she is the biggest liar on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not the biggest manipulator. But she starts gaslighting Peter. She does all sorts of awful things, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peter finds her. Yeah, Peter finds her. And um, they're, you know... Oh, and they chat and stuff. And he, he, convinced, he kind of drags her back, back into the light. And they decide that Victoria P. and Alea should confront one another. And they go and they meet, and Alea down the couch. It's Alea, Victoria P, and Peter. And Peter is like has his arm around Victoria P and is sort of massaging her shoulders while Alea is talking to them. So that's yeah. kind of awkward. Yeah. And um, oh, he oh. before that even when before the conversation begins. Victoria P goes and gives Alea a huge. Yeah, hug. she's like, it's so good to see you. So are you uh, friends or are you not friends? Yeah. Because Victoria P. is insisting that they're not friends and Alea is saying that they're super close. Yeah. And then they, so he, she hugs her, which is a weird thing to do if you're saying that you're not that close and you've only known each other for a few hours. Um, but then they're talking and um, 
they're just trying to sort it out and um well yeah victoria alaya kind of goes like we're friends like why are you pretending like we're not friends we're really close and it hurts that you're doing this doing this to me alaya says when i left the man i left the mansion feeling like the person who i trusted the most had betrayed me and victoria says when I shared with Peter that I was falling in love with him. Which ne- we never saw happen. I felt he deserved my truth. Her truth, not the truth. Yeah. I felt he deserved my truth. And this is when she reaches up and... Touches her eye. Touches she Alea's touches Alea's eye. eye. And it's like, you don't do that with someone that you just spend a few hours with. Right, it's like my, she's wiping it's away weird, It's weird for me to do that to mom. Yeah. My own mom. And I've known I, her my I whole feel like life. You're gonna, I feel like you're going to pop my contact lens out when you do that. Yeah. Like, you, if you were going to... So, yeah. We're as close as close can be. If you were going to do that, you would say, Mom, hold still. Yeah. I'm going to fix you. Right? And she didn't do that. She just reached up and started poking her in the eye. It was freaking weird. Yeah. And then she's still sitting there while, with her finger jabbed in her eye being like, we're not even that close. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. And I think she's really messed up. I think Victoria P's really, like, seriously messed up. I think she probably up. does have a lot of issues that she is still coping Which, with and needing to learn. So I don't hate her. I'm like, mmm, don't trust you, girl. Go home. Yeah. But I feel like that she's a product of these horrible things she went through, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. But still, Um, get rid... Send her home, Peter. Don't marry her. Yeah, so they kind of, like, some semi-work it out. It's not really worked out. No. But they hug it out, and Peter's like, cool, got what I needed. And Peter's like, do you know each other or not? Uh, I don't know if he ever really got that answer. Yeah. I mean, ba- basically, Victoria, basically, Alea said, yes, we do. And Victoria gaslighted him and said, um, I just never really felt that way, and I'm just telling my truth. And yeah. Uh, yeah she's, uh, so I believe Alea mostly. I think they're both fibbing to a degree. But I believe I'm Team Alea in this situation. Yeah, and they go back down and meet with the other girls, and there's the group date roses there, and everyone's pissed because they they're didn't all... get to spend any time with him because he was dealing with the Alea and Victoria stuff. Yeah, they're all pissed. And he's like, "Well, I'd like to give this rose to someone who I feel really deserves it, and I feel bad that I didn't get the opportunity to really share my feelings with them mm-hmm. last time." And then he gave the group date rose to Alea. Who wasn't even on the date. Who wasn't even on the date. And then, oh, I guess, okay, before prior, this happened, prior he, did, to that, he, he did invite her, her He did invite her back on the show. And she's like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. I was just coming back because I, I wanted to clear my name. And he's but, like, you know, do you want to come back? And she's like, I'll take it. She said yes. Well, they they both agreed that they she would come back if everything was honest and real and forthcoming and so forth. Yeah. So yeah, but then she gets the group date rose and everybody is more the other girls are just furious. Yeah. It's like she wasn't even on the date. Like they I think to their credit, the girls these girls are all so young and immature and backbiting, but they all were really behind Shean. I think if Shean had gotten it, they all would have been thrilled. Mm-hmm. If Victoria P. or Alea got it, they would have been furious. If anybody else got it, they would have been neutral. 
Yeah. You know, so they really were, by and large, all behind Shean and really rooting for her. Yeah. And the fact that he did that, just, he's he's not a bad dude, but he's just so clueless. He's so dumb. He's so in over his head. Yeah. And he doesn't know, which, and then you'll see, the girls are about to mutiny against him because he's a poor leader and is in over his head and doesn't know what, you know. Yeah. And anyway. then um, the next day is uh, Kelsey's date. Right. Well, very importantly, oh. before Kelsey's date, um, after the Rose thing and everything, they show um, Alea talking to McKenna, and I believe Hannah Ann, and Alea, in her ditzy way, says, oh, you have to get me all caught up in what's happening. Oh, and, yeah, oops. Yeah. yeah. McKenna says, oh, well, Victoria F. Or, no, Kelsey has the date tomorrow. And Alea says, oh, I know. I've been home and I saw everything. The internet knows everything. And Victoria F. went on a date yesterday and she saw her ex chase rice. And it was just a big deal. I shouldn't say that. But, and then McKenna's like, what? Yeah, she went on the date. She saw her ex chase rice. And Hannah Ann's like, what? And she's like, yeah, it was all over the internet. So and she's like... I thought you must have known, I'm, you know. Yeah, she's like, you didn't know? You, you didn't guys know? didn't know? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, so, then, and then she dropped it, and then she didn't bring it right. up again. So and Ale- it was just in front of two girls. Two girls. And Alea rightly knows that, or rightly, I think, assumes, if I was in her position, I would assume the same thing, that crap went down on that one-on-one date, and the other girls would have found out about it. Yeah. Because that's how it normally happens. So I think she, I don't think she was trying to expose Victoria F. in any way. I think she was just like, oh yeah, I know that, so you must know this too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm naive, but that's what I think. No, I, I, I agree with that for the most part as well. Um, but yeah, now it's Kelsey's date, and it's kind of, she's so different from Champagne Gate and everything. Mm-hmm. She's like really mature about it, and like, Peter's like, well, last night on the group date, I invited Alea to come back on the show. And and she goes, okay, well, if we're going to end up together at the end of this, I want it to be because you love me and because you want to be with me. Um, and there are no what ifs. And there are no what ifs. So if you need to invite her back on the show to get that what if out of the way, then I respect that and I understand that. She was super mature about this. This is the and same girl I... that was crying for a week about a bottle of champagne. It's from Des Moines! <laughs> and Ariel and I are looking to do double takes like, what the hell? She's mature, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and it's it's just the most bizarre thing. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, so they, you know, they do the get lost in the city date. Um, they eat pierogies and they dance the polka. Yeah. Um, both of these things, pierogies and polkas, are foreign to uh, Kelsey, who lives in the Midwest, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But again, she's a, a pageant girl. She's Miss Iowa, so maybe pierogies and polkas are just a little below her, you know, stratosphere. Uh, sorry. Um, and, oh, instead of doing the polka... They dance. He teaches her the two-step. Although I'm not sure exactly how you can do the two-step. It's a really bad. Yeah, yeah, it's a really bad two-step, and they don't know what they're doing. But she. But to their credit, they both try. Um, they they do the photo booth thing. That's a bachelor trope. Then they do the soapbox derby thing. And they challenge this championship 
soapbox derby driver and they they go down a street and looks they both look like they're going super slow like Peter's trying to push. yeah they're he's like, like got his go, arm go, out of go. the yeah he's got his arm out of the car trying to push on the concrete <laughs> to go and um uh, and it doesn't sh- show the other team crossing no they don't show who wins they they make it look like Peter and Kelsey win and they get a big trophy but I'm not sure they really did win yeah that's okay. <laughs> And, you know, everybody is happy and dancing and clapping for them. And so it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, at the night date, they're on a boat in the river, whatever river. Erie, Erie River, probably? I, I think maybe know. in Cleveland. He keeps using the words romantic um, and sweet about her. So that's those are good words. Those are encouraging words mm-hmm. on, for her. And he, you know, he talks about her heart like he does with every other person. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she has to do her big speech now because that's her one-on-one date, and she has to tell Peter something that's important about herself. And her trauma is her parents' divorce. Yes, her trauma is her parents' divorce. Apparently, they had a nasty divorce, and she came home one day from I think it was basketball practice, whatever mm-hmm. she said. And there was a letter to her mom and a ring on the, and his wedding ring on the counter. So she found out before her mom even did. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Mexico. And I was looking at some of the Facebook groups I'm going to today. And apparently the dad like wrote a story or a book or something about it. And it was a big, horrible mess. And he claimed that Kelsey's mom was abuse like emotionally abusive to him and anti-religion and he found everything he needed in god and religion and ran off with another first world woman to mexico to have a new family that was religion based Mm -hmm. so make what you will of that yeah so apparently she had you know i can totally see how she was kind of influenced by this terrible yeah. That's in her life. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So they there's have that. And stuff and Peter. And Pe- say what you want about Peter, but he does really listen. He I does. Think. He really looks in the and eyes looks, and leans forward. And when, he, when, he, when she talks about how her dad went and had a new family and stuff, he just looks mortified. He looks so sad. Yeah, because family's everything to Peter. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, Peter talks about how his grandma. His grandfather left his grandma, and his grandma was a single parent and had to raise his mom in Cuba, and they had to come here and make a whole new life for themselves. Yeah. Which, you know, granted, wasn't the same level of awful as, well, I don't know. It wasn't the same level as direct involvement as Kelsey's story. Mm-hmm. But it was still, you know, but he, he did a good job at trying to, con- you know, relate with her, which I, yeah. I, I thought anyway. So... Um, he gives her the rose. Yeah, he gives her the rose, and then he talks about how, you know how much he respects her, and she says, "No man has accepted me that much. I'm really happy right now." And then there's fireworks. Yeah, it's actually a really nice date. Yeah, and I'm like, is this Kelsey? Yeah, Kelsey. Is this the same? I'm Kelsey? like, well, hold up. What? Nah. <laughs> I did. 
Like, I was distracted by how... Maybe she just influenced different when she's drinking. I think maybe she just... Yeah, I think she was really drunk that first night. Yeah, I think she might just be an immature drunk. Or just... Or maybe she was just trying to make sure she solidified herself in Bachelor Nation, you know, and got on Paradise, you know? The whole Champagne Gate would have gotten her on Paradise. Oh, yeah, for sure. No matter when she got sent home. Yeah, and she... And her intro to Paradise is going to be her drinking a bottle of champagne. Exploding in her face, hopefully. That's going to be what it is. We, it's just how life works. Unless she, I don't think she'll win, but she, I think she'll go far. I think she mm-hmm. could be top four or top, maybe top five. Anyways. All right. Go ahead. And then Peter says, in this ITM, she could be my future wife one day. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> I was trying to explain the quote to someone. I was like, Peter said the dumbest thing on The Bachelor the other day. She could be my future wife one day. <laughs> like, Maybe a long time from now, I might consider her for my wife. <laughs> As opposed, to like there's no time. There's no time, Peter. You gotta do it now. It's like okay, you could say you should have said she could be my fiance one day. Like right, <laughs> she Whatever. could be my future wife one day. Meanwhile, back at the hotel, this is when Victoria F decides to confront Alea about telling the girls about her yeah. and Chase Rice. Well, because some of the girls told her, she's they're like, Alea's telling everybody. When Alea only told, like, two people. That those, yeah. those two people are telling everyone, and probably. You know, you know McKenna is spreading gossip. Yeah. She was like, what? Anyway. Yeah. She was like, let me write this down. <laughs> and they, oh, so man. She, so Victoria F. comes into Alea's room, and Alea's kind of, like, laying on the bed. You know, I want to talk to you. And she sits up and says, okay. And yeah, and she's like, you could tell her face just is saying, like, oh, I'm so over this, but go on. I got to be cool if I want to hang out with, like, Peter. And know? she's basically, she's like, you know, I heard that you were telling everyone about me and Chase. Well, that's not for you to tell. That's very personal. I can't believe you did that. And she's like, and what? She's like, well, I didn't even know. She's like, I didn't, I didn't tell, tell everyone. Didn't she's tell like, everyone. I accidentally told, like, t- Two people, and I thought people knew already. Right. I mean, you know, what? And Victoria F's like, well, you you were sent the F home, and so you should mind your own business, and blah, blah, blah. And 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 she goes, well, it was leaked everywhere back home. Everyone knew about you this already. Victoria F. But, you know, none of us have our phones. You had your phone. You should have known nobody knew, because we don't have our phones. And Alea goes, oh, my God. And Victoria F. goes, Oh my god. She's like, Are you appalled? Oh my god, are you appalled? And she's so, she's being so rude. And Victoria's definitely a little bit drunk because she, she's holding wine in her hand. And she's oh, and her, oh my god. She's and, mocking Alea. She's yeah. mocking because Alea says, Oh my god. And she mocks her, Oh my god, are you appalled? She totally mocks her. She's a yeah. total bitch. And she's super and, rude. And, um, and her teeth are all red stained from her wine glass. So she sort of looks like she's got, like she's been eating babies. <laughs> and then she goes, you're fake. I'm real. That's right. I forgot about that. And I'm like, oh, hold up. You're acting way different now than you have this entire show. Baby eater. Yeah. <laughs> Alea's literally like... 
to being uh, like straightforward with you, she's like, I only told like two people, and yeah. other people know that's not my fault. Like, I didn't know that people didn't so, know. When I found out, I stopped talking about it. So Victoria's like, I'm gonna, well, have you know, I'm gonna tell Peter. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind or whatever she said. Yeah, and basically saying I'm gonna get you thrown off the show because I'm gonna tell Peter what a bitch you are. And she's like, ah, and. You know, it, yeah. it was just so. My point in this whole thing is Victoria suddenly, this whole time she's been oh, beaker or you know, hiding behind her hand. And now, this is she is when she's pissed at Alea, she is completely 100% articulate and can be yeah. understood by everyone. And she's and pointing she's, her finger, she's, and she's yeah, because she's not pretending to be a damsel in distress for the the fella right she's a totally different person for the camera than she is she's totally a different person for the girls than she is for peter Mm -hmm. which is the same thing everybody's been accusing alaya yeah irony yeah (laughs) so that happened um getting close to the end and then i think uh oh then it's time for the 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 cocktail cocktail party and Peter. Oh, this is when he drives <laughs> yeah. up in the red car. In the red car, and it's a pretty building and stuff, and he drives up, and he... His voiceover. Yeah. Says, oh, I'm so happy about all the... I feel so good about my decision like, to bring Alea back. We're all in such a good place oh, right God, now. It's such a good uh, week. Oh, I'm, the girls are just really amazing. Good. They're going to be so stoked with me. Gonna be, I'm so happy to see them, and they'll be happy to see me, and oh, this has been a great week. And then he walks inside, and all the girls, like, are staring daggers at him he's like he's like hi everybody i want to talk to victoria p and then deandra's like no wait i have something to say and natasha's like me too (laughs) and so they both totally dress him down and say they're like what the hell why did you give someone a rose when they didn't even go on the group date and then there's Sheanne over here who you were supposed to talk to And you didn't spend any time with her. And said, we were literally beaten and bruised, and you didn't pay any attention yeah. to us. And then the cameraman... And as she says bruised, it... <laughs> the cameraman, like, focuses in on McKenna's arm, and there's a big, big-ass bruise And she's arm. nodding her head, like... Vigorously, yeah. with her huge beret. She's like, yeah, yeah, we got yeah. our bruises. Yeah, bruises, yeah. <laughs> and ugh, the whole thing's so ridiculous. so stupid. And, and then Natasha yells at him. And he's like, okay, I understand what you're saying. He's like, thank you, Natasha. Thank you, Deandra, for letting I, me know about I your apologize. feelings. I apologize. I feel very bad. It's just been really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I appreciate you communicating your concerns. And then more girls start being like, oh, what the hell? And yeah. they all start fighting. Well, and then he says, okay, I want to talk to Victoria P. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you. He says, you don't? Okay, let's talk. Yeah. And then they walk outside. And she has no reason to not want to talk to him, except for all the other girls are, you know, right. he says, mutinying. He says, you want to have a seat? No, I don't want to have a seat. And then she sits, and then down. She sits down on the bench. <laughs> and she's all pissed off. And I don't even remember what And it's like, why are you pissed off? Like, what did, are you just mad because Alea's back? And you're, like, I don't get it. I just don't understand. And um, he's, like, talking to her and stuff. She insists to him that she's been honest. You, you don't trust me, she says. And Alea thinks my kindness is weakness. I thought that was an interesting quote. 
Mm-hmm. Atlantic's my kindness is weakness. You're not, okay, you're not real kind. You're fake kind, honey. Yeah. And so she's totally gaslighting Peter. Peter's trying to, to say, hey, I want to know the truth. I want to know what's going on. And she's like, you don't trust me, and I've been totally honest with you, and you're just a jerk to me, and I'm so sad. <laughs> cry, cry, cry. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's okay. So she he, she totally gaslights him, totally is dishonest with him, and um, her it's working for her so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that about where it ends? We're, we're pretty close. Um, so, back in the house, um, Alay is there, and, you know, she says, I just wanted to clear my name, and Lexi says, you're not coming back to clear your name, you're coming back to be on the show. Yeah, which, valid point. Yeah. Tell your truth, Lexi, you're correct. Yeah, and then, um, and Lexi Kelly said, also says something that's really, that was on point, too. Lexi also says, you should have waited till the women tell all if you wanted to clear your name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Kelly, Kelly says something else that's very, uh, insightful and wise, but I forget what it was, but both Lexi and Kelly at this point are like, <clears throat> they're not, they're playing devil's advocate, advocate a little bit, but like, they're not getting caught up in the drama. They're like, okay, yeah, this Victoria is a liar, but you also are not being totally honest in your reasons for coming yeah. back. And Madison's pretty close to this the outskirts too and then i think i think um i think kelly says something like and why is victoria p always hiding yeah i think she said something, something like, that. like that well peter talks to a couple different girls after he talks to victoria f before victoria f's done talking to him though she says that alaya told everyone about the chase well she hints that alaya told everyone about the chase thing mm-hmm. um so yeah oh yeah that's right she's telling peter she's like and I can't believe you brought Alea back. Like, <clears throat> that's just so wrong. And she's so dramatic. And she's stirring the pot everywhere. And she she goes... She also <clears throat> told somebody else's story that it wasn't hers to tell. Yeah. Like and he's like, what do you mean? Like, she's. I think she says that she's gossiping. She's like, she's yeah. gossiping and stuff. And it's just bad. And he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, I can't tell. It's not my story to tell. Ask Victoria F. Yeah. And, um... So now we so, say that the two Victorias are kind of, like, banding together to take down all the other women. I don't think they're even banding together. I think it's just a coincidence that the two, the two Victorias are sharks and liars and fakers. And they just coincidentally have the same name. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're working together at all. I think they're just both incredibly selfish, materialistic, um... Um, what's the word? Narcissistic people. I don't think they're in cahoots at all. I think they're just like randomly chaotic, awful people. Yeah. So Mm. Peter starts to talk to some of the other women finally. And uh, he, he, in his ITM, he's realizes he's messing up. He's like, I'm totally messing up. I wouldn't be surprised if they all walked out. Frankly, I wouldn't either. Yeah. Um, he talks, Which is basically what happened in Colton's season, too, though. <laughs> a little bit. He talks to Sydney, and she totally yells at him, You don't even know my middle name, and I hate Sydney. I'm sorry, Sydney. Yeah. Maybe redeem yourself in paradise. I just so far, you just seem like you're... She's so annoying. Yeah, you're just frowning all the time and complaining all the time. Have some fun. Light, loosen up. You're like, yeah. You know, you're young. You're beautiful. You're, the world's not over. Um, he's so upset he has to loosen his tie. Yeah. Alea's, he's like, it's too tight. It's too hot, it's too tight. Alea says, these girls are tearing me to shreds. 
But I, she looks so pretty. I loved her retro hair and makeup. I yeah, she looked gorgeous. Her red, red lipstick yeah. and her retro hair. Um, and anyway. that's basically where it ends, I think. Yeah, that's it. It's pretty much to be continued. So thanks for listening. This was kind of a long episode because yeah. we had lots of opinions. We were very opinionated about this episode. The preview just kind of highlights what they're going to They're going to be going to Costa Rica and I think Peru, it looks like. Looks like Sydney. Peru again? They just went to Peru a couple seasons ago. Yeah, they were in the same places. Looks like Sydney's going to get a one-on-one date. Maybe Kelly. It's hard to tell. Yeah, we don't know. what. I didn't watch the sneak peek, so I don't know about that. But, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. There will be two episodes of The Bachelor on this week. It'll be on on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, so that's a lot of content, and we'll yeah. have to do it for you. We're happy to do it's it. It's five hours of content, which will probably mean like seven hours <laughs> of podcast. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, but, no, it'll be a lot. So we'll hopefully be able to get those out fairly quickly. Uh in the next week or so. We're so glad you listened to us. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. And if you want to, if you liked listening to us, you should definitely hit that subscribe button so you can keep getting notifications when we post episodes. And you should leave a review and you should rate us because that's how other people can find us. Five and stars. Five stars. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. And if you um, liked us, you should also talk about us like word of mouth be a word of mouth tell your mom or your daughter yeah. or any, anybody, so, anybody that likes the bachelor be like hey you should listen to this really good bachelor podcast um and if you wanna you can email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com if you want to just be like hey what's up um or if you want also you can follow us on instagram rosettespodcast and uh, you can follow us, send us your memes, DM us there, whatever you want. We love bachelor memes, so yeah, please send us emails. We would we we're trying to collect enough emails to do like a you know mailbag segment. We are. Yeah. I didn't know that. Apparently, we are. Yeah. Um, but no, m- more mostly we want to just be able to get your feedback and know what we. We want to be able to create content that you like. We want to be able to create content for you. And we have a really good time doing this, but it's hard to know what you guys want if we don't hear from you. So we appreciate those of you that do listen regularly and listen uh, at all, too. Yay. So thank you. And um, I think that's it for this week. We'll see you next week a couple times. Right? Yeah. I think that's everything. Froilish, froilish, froilish. Thank you.